Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. Welcome to Barbecue Nation with JT's After Hours. Conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome to After Hours here on Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with uh, Hall of Famer. You didn't know you were talking to Hall of Famer today, Eric. Miss Whippin is uh, the most royalty. royalty. Yeah. She's still the most recent class because the other class hasn't truly been inducted yet. That doesn't happen till the fall. So she's still the reigning class. Yeah. She's still the ruling. I was going to say senior, but I don't want to say that. So thank you. (laughs) If there's senior in this room, it's you, JT. So we have that is true. That is true. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. I'll tell you, I went to a celebration of life over the last weekend. And a lot of these, and the guy was our neighbor. He was a great guy. I went to school with all his kids. And one of my best friends is also my lawyer and it's one of his sons and all. So I see these people, some of them I haven't seen in 50 years, literally 50 years since we were in grade school or something. And I look at them and I'm like, you know, I don't look that bad. I, <laughs> I think I, I think I came through pretty good compared to there what Bob That's over here good. looks like, you know? Yeah, see? Yeah. Perspective is always nice. All right. So let's talk some food stuff here, dude. Um, how, since the last time you've been on the show and, uh, or even let's go back further since the first time you've been on the show way back when I started this thing in what, seven, eight years ago. Um, how, how have your cooking skills progressed? Oh, they just keep getting way better. They just keep getting way better. The more I do, the better I, and and the more picky I am about like the meat that I have and the mm-hmm. and the temperature control and and all of that stuff. So, uh, you know, it uh, year after year I keep getting better and better slowly. And the more daring I get with trying to do new stuff, yeah, uh, smart practice makes perfect. That's yep. right. And you're still a total charcoal yeah. like geek. I am. Uh, that probably is going to change with the new kitchen because. As much as I like charcoal, it's it's got its limitations as far as my patience, you know, getting it started, getting it going, and and my schedule sometimes. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna, I, I gonna go a little different. You're gonna go to uh, pellets, you're gonna throw some I pellets. Might. I might. So that's uh that's a current discussion, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I mean I wouldn't mind having a little natural gas for just quick, but uh pellets probably gonna be the happy medium there there you go leanne i've never asked you this how uh on a on a ratio basis in florida Mm -hmm. are are pellet grills well received or are they still because you're in the deep south they're they're well received um yeah i went to a comp not that long ago and i couldn't believe how many guys were cooking on pellet cookers in a competition but even uh my daughter's friends and and 
it, it seems like that's all I hear about is people buying pellet cookers. Yeah. I saw yeah. a new battery powered pellet grill that you can take out and it's uh it ignites and stuff has a battery in it, so you can take it out anywhere. You don't have to plug it in. It's well, that's Pit Boss has a battery one. Yeah. 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 See? So yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what it was. I was like, wow, that's cool. I hadn't seen that before. Well, it's good for us in Florida when there's hurricanes, you know. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. 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 We we don't suffer from those afflictions up here. We just get six months of gray. Yeah. Well, don't forget our August, our August burnt orange color from the wildfires. So that's true. That's true. We we get a sounds beautiful. A cinematic, (laughs) a cinematic haze over the over the whole hashtag no filter. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) over over the whole deal. Um, No offense, Northeast. We were watching you guys a few weeks ago, going, "That's not that bad." Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, what? I literally was watching some of those news clips, going. What are they bitching about? That looks like a normal Tuesday here in the Northwest in August. And they were canceling actual sports games because of it. Yeah. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. I was like, "Um, life goes on here. We just keep cruising. Uh, Mm. Out here, they might give you an extra bottle of water, you know, for the, for the soccer match or something like that. Um, in, In your food skills, back to that, Eric. Have you found what you really, really like to cook? Absolutely, bar none, your favorite. Well, I don't care if it's steak or haggis or whatever it is. You love, tell us what it is. You know, I love throwing a tri-tip on. Just mm. a tri-tip on. It's It has been my go-to for 25 years, probably. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first saw it 25, maybe 30 years ago in Costco up here. And I'm like, oh, what's this? I tried it. And I have been, as you know, JT, that has been my go-to toss it on the grill. And I don't care if I'm making breakfast with it, I'm making lunch, or just having some tri-tip steaks for dinner. It's always one of my favorite cuts that I just have always enjoyed. And I like that it keeps getting a little more popular because you can find it a few more places. Yeah, yeah, well, it also costs more now. They, they, <laughs> they do, they do do that. When he comes to my house, he walks in, and says hi, gives Shelly a hug, and then goes right to the back room for the freezer to see what's in the freezer in our house. So yeah. that's what happens when when Eric G comes to the house. <laughs> it it does. Um, you worked uh, last year. You did. We had a big uh, barbecue weekend up here. I couldn't go. It was the only time in three years that I was ever exposed to COVID. And yep. I could, and so I would, I wasn't going to take the chance, but you went up and, and um, you, you worked with Stan Hayes for a little bit and some other people yeah. there. Um, what did you learn from working with those guys? Man, we cooked what I think 175 racks of ribs and served them in four hours. So he had them on the rotisserie and mm-hmm. talk that th- this is the first time that I've ever gone. I am so well over my culinary skis in life right now, but yeah. we're just rolling. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm cutting ribs, Stan's bringing them over to me. I'm cutting them. I'm handing them over to Julie and she's putting them, my wife, she's putting them in little boats and handing them out. And we're just mm-hmm. rolling. And it's so hot because it, it was a hundred and something degrees outside. Yeah, it we was parking lot with those canopy tents. And I knew I was over my skis when chef Robert Irvine comes up, puts his hand on my shoulder and goes, 
hey, can you cut me a couple of those? And then Aaron May was there too. And I'm like, I'm questioning everything I'm doing. I'm like, am I holding the knife right? You know, I'm just like, I'm <laughs> right. like, I'm so out of my element here. But yeah, chef. Yes, chef. Here you go. And it was a blast. But really working with those guys and uh, the guys at Operation Barbecue Relief were great. And then uh, that same event was this last weekend. And I popped in there and just uh, showed up for the one evening event. I didn't volunteer with them because they had a whole different program going. Uh -huh. But, uh, you know, got to see uh, a lot of great people over there. So yeah. Michael Simon was there, uh, Jet Tila, Aaron May again. So a lot of different people were in there. Yeah. Chris, so Michael is great. We've had him on the show and he was absolutely uh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, if his you could. Too. Huh? His, his barbecue restaurant in Vegas is solid. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, if you could erase one mistake from your past, just one, I know there's more than one, but what one would you erase and why? Oh, I can't put plural. It'd have to be ex-wife, but I could make that. <laughs> yeah, that is a plural deal. So. <laughs> I mean, that or a business partner, that's a, that's a toss up. So yeah, I might, I might vote for the former not the latter i'm not sure yeah. in your life there yeah that business partner cost me a couple hundred grand so that yeah was yeah, yeah they, they do nice. that um so what is a fantasy day and i'm we're not talking ex-wives now pal we're talking <laughs> we're talking free time what does a fantasy day look like for you and what do you do for activities you know, right now, TV is about six and a half days a week just because I've been working on the weekends on stuff. But really, for me to chill is either going out to a concert, Julie and I going out to a concert, or now we go out on the lake on the, on the boat out there and jump out on the lake and um, you know, have a few cocktails and chill out in the afternoon and the, you know, when it's cooling off a little bit. Uh, both mm -hmm. of those are um, definitely the downtime. Hit a rock or a country concert or just go chill in the boat in the lake is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. So Leanne, yes, I will bet you a bottle of uh, peg leg porker for mm. Christmas. Mm -hmm. If you can guess who does them, and Eric, there's no helping on this. Okay. No, no mm -hmm. helping. Who does the theme music for Eric's radio show? What's the name of the group? Doobie Brothers. No, I'll give you three. I'll give you three shots at it. <laughs> Kind Eagles. of think, no, that, that those are way too nice. ACDC, Metallica. <laughs> You're getting closer. A little warmer. warmer. Little warmer. Little warmer. Uh, uh, she doesn't listen to headbanger shit. Aerosmith. So. No. Getting better. Getting, getting better. better. Getting better. Say, they were on. Um, they were on a recent TV show. That is uh, one of those kind of variety shows where people go on there and. Judges vote for them, and you're not going to get this. So and worry. they're banned. They're banned in in England. So. <laughs> oh, oh. yeah. Huh. Ready? Rolling what? Stones. No. <laughs> Steel Panther. Steel Panther. You I have don't to, even know who that is. You'll have to. <laughs> you'll have to. Compliment that you don't. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to Google them and then listen to one of their I'm songs. I'm writing it down. Okay. Steel Panther. Yeah. What? safe for work not gotcha. safe for work do not do that on the company computer anybody yeah do not look up steel panther on youtube 
and do not small children. Man, not so much. Yeah, not so much there. But um, so without any further ado, as far as Steel Panther goes, buddy, if we put your skills to music, who would the music be? You what do you mean by that? So, your skills. Ah, you've got a so variety I, of skills. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a musician. So, I I played in Seattle rock bands, and so actually, I have two different bands that are in my show that I'm actually playing the music on. Okay. So mm-hmm. that that makes it easy for licensing. Right. Help but but take all that stuff away, and you've okay. got to take a commercial band and it's out there or maybe oh. they're all maybe they're all dead now who knows yeah. but you know you're you like their music and you you know when you're doing something in the shop or you're doing pre-production yeah. work and they and you're they're in your head who is it probably zz top hmm. you know i could throw out metallica and kiss and some of the other ones but man just getting into zz top or nathaniel rateliff and the night sweats both those guys i can be just jamming to all right, all right, all right. Um, the action in there, you know what I mean? What if you were an animal, what animal would you be again? Not Steel Panther. <laughs> um, I could be kind of honey badgerish at times, and I have ex wives that'll testify to that. Honey badger, yeah. <laughs> uh. What is a honey badger? I know what a badger is, but what's a honey badger? Is it really a thing? Okay, you, you open you open that door, Gorenson. You 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 take care of it. We're just gonna leave it right there. No, we're not. You're gonna answer that question. Wow, no, they, they don't give up. Let's put it that way. We'll just leave it at that. Okay, yeah. good. Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. Again, right after you Google Steel Panther, Google Honey Badger. I'm going to be busy tonight. You're going <laughs> to use incognito mode while you're at it. But yeah, oh, you're okay. uh, Wow. And see, you thought I was bad this morning on the first half of the show, Leanne, where I was, and, and you were guys were trying to rein me in a little bit. Now, no, this is a whole the, different ball game. You're off the, you're <laughs> off the chain. Yeah. Off the chain. Okay, Eric, if you could, I don't know if we've ever asked you this question. If you could cook for, then dine with a historical figure, who would that be? And what would be on the menu? And you can't say Steel Panther. And you can't say Steel Panther. I'm going to say historical figure. And there's no such thing as deep fried honey badger. I know. No, good point. You know, I don't know. Going back in history, I think... um, I would kind of go old school and and go like Thomas Jefferson. You know what uh-huh, I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Thomas Jefferson or on the design side of my thing would be Frank Lloyd Wright. There you uh, go. There just you have go. a really good, you know, just a good steak dinner. You know, just a yeah. good some wine and and some good food and just uh just have a good old conversation. Uh-huh. Less about the food, more about the conversation, but something that's going to be a, a nice slow eat that you could sit there and enjoy. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you were on death row, what would your last meal be? Oh, man. Um, I'd probably do uh, all you Texas people. I'd probably go, what a burger. <laughs> wow. 
Huh. Uh, you know, it's my last meal. It doesn't really matter. I just want yeah, then yeah, you might as well splurge, right? So it's not something that's gonna fit in my diet easily. I mean, I could sit there and go, ah, I want this wagyu, this or whatever. But nah, just give me some food. I'm good. <laughs> I'm already done at that point. I mean, really, what's right. what's, the last meal? what's it gonna do? You're yeah. just watching the clock. Watching the clock anyway. You know, time's a wasting. Yeah. Um, what's the worst job you ever had? Besides falling in the vat of pickles at McDonald's, <laughs> you know, I think the worst job that I had was fixing feed pumps at a feed lot. So I'd have to go out and they had liquid feed in the back. And so I'd have to jump on the horse or a little quad and run out there and get through the mile of horse stuff to get to the very back just to fix the pump, get it fixed and then come back. That's a, that's a rough job. That's that's yeah, that's Uh a rough job because uh, you when you stop working there, it takes a while to get the smell off of you. And I'm not I'm not talking about the end of the day. You go, I'm going to take a shower. I mean, it's ingratiated in your nostrils and everything else. And it takes a a while. So when you kind of breathe like a normal person anymore and you don't smell yourself, I will still be traveling with Julie and she go, oh, I smell farm. I'm like. Oh yeah. I didn't smell the cows. Yeah. Because uh-huh. it was just ingrained into you. So it yeah. just I didn't even notice it. It wasn't different. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So but yeah, that's probably the worst one. I I think the most dangerous one I had was working at a nuclear facility. Oh. Uh. So same kind of thing. It was that same job. I'd have to go out and fix a, a pump out there. And they'd be like, they were decommissioning nuclear reactors at Hanford, and you'd have to walk down the middle of the reactor down a hallway and they'd go. Hold your hands like this, kind of like you're praying. Don't touch the walls. No matter what, don't touch the walls. Wow. Scan you before and scan you afterwards. And that was kind of scary walking down a, you know, a 42 inch wide concrete hallway, knowing that you can't touch the walls. And of course, immediately you want to go, what? What? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're carrying a six foot ladder and you're just like, okay, don't mess this up. This could be bad. (laughs) Wow. Okay, Eric, this is last one, buddy. Um, this is your chance to deliver the uh, around the house Eric Gorenson message to the world. So, what would your message right now, today, to the world be? My message would be to all the people in the internet who are not an expert. <laughs> and second, get out of your mom's basement. Stop <laughs> commenting the hate. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> see, see this, Leanne. This is where I get it from. This is where I, I get funny. I get it from him. Very funny. I get it from him. Harry Gordon, uh, host of Around the House radio show, and now the um, Around the House with Harry G on television here on Fox in the Northwest, yep. uh, and a very good friend of mine. And uh, we've been terrorizing the uh, Leanne doesn't know this, Mm. but we are known as the Portland radio mafia. Yep. Mm. And, and I, I'm the, I'm like the Don Corleone. Uh (laughs) And, and he's like Michael, cause I've been teaching him and and then Uh we've, and then we've got, and I'm joking. Eric is 
not quite as done as much as I have in radio, but pretty close as far as years. Uh-huh. And then we've got a couple other associates that are like Sonny and, and, uh, you know, <laughs> um, what was, uh, Duvall's character, the oh, yes. lawyer. Oh, yeah. We've got those. We we've got, got those. those. And that's the first network we all signed with. That's how they became to know us was the Portland radio mafia. Anyway, I like that. I little, like it. little, tr- little trivia there for you people. Yeah. Um, we're going to be made ma- us mad and we all left and we all left at one time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> And, no car uh, explosions, but yeah, it was yeah, cool. no car explosions. <laughs> Luckily, there's no toll booths in Portland, you know, like they did with. And Sunny. they're still looking for that horse head, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. They 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 never did figure out which farm I came from. So anyway, <laughs> we'll be back next week. Like I said, we've got a bunch of good guests coming up, from Ray Lampy to Joe Hayes to Byron Five Chisholm times. to <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, we better get on it. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back. So for Miss Leanne and Mr. Gorenson, I want to thank you for listening. Take care. Have a great week. And uh, if we don't see you before, have a great 4th of July. Take care, everybody. Yeah.